Now it's time for Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf, the number one relationship advice radio show in the U.S. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Ask Dr. Love show. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and it's my pleasure to be with you again this week. Today's show, Inside the Male Mind, Secrets Men Wish You Knew. Today, I'm taking you on a guided tour of the male mental anatomy. You know how to tell if a man's in love with you. Do you know how most men really feel about commitment? Do you know that men actually want to talk about their feelings if you know how to draw them out? Do you know the 11 things men never want to discuss with their lovers and life partners? Well, stay with me for this mansplaining show that's going to help you improve all your relationships with all the men in your life. And I thought of doing today's show because we know that understanding your partner is vital to forming a bond that survives and thrives. And because the more you know, the more your love will grow. I'm going to also tackle some questions that you submitted to the Ask Dr. Love advice column. The first one is, my married sex life sucks. And in this question... A man who's been married 15 years is wondering why, as of two years ago, his wife's sex drive has tanked, and he asks me what to do about it and wonders if they should see a sex therapist. The next question, could she like me? This is from a high school boy who uh, got into a fight with a, a, a classmate and told her he never wanted to talk to her again. And now he sees that she's making eye contact with him and he wants to know if she likes him. Well, wait till you hear what I have to tell him. Then the next question is regarding sex life after marriage. Here, a woman says that after she got married and lost her virginity, she discovered her husband doesn't want to have intercourse and he prefers to masturbate in front of her. Wow. Wait till you hear what I have to tell her about how things are shaking down in her marriage. And next question, I had a panic attack about my relationship looking for advice. And I'm helping a guy who, right before going to sleep, suddenly freaked out about his relationship and wants to know how to talk about what he thinks the problem is without doing harm to his girlfriend and his relationship and kudos to him for even considering her feelings, which is wonderful. And if we have time, I'll do a reading between the sheets. And this one is entitled, I lied to my girlfriend for eight years about my past experience. Here I'm helping a guy who felt he needed to finally come clean about his sexual past after having lied about it since day one. And now his relationship is hanging in the balance because his fiance feels that he can't be trusted. So stay with me to find out how he can clean up this mess and make his love stronger than ever. All right, so now on to today's show, Inside the Male Mind. So let's dive right into some basic secrets. Well, the first one is men will talk about their feelings. Now, if your guy was raised as a traditional, stoic, John Wayne type of macho man, it might be easier for you to talk to him about feelings in an indirect way. So for example, you might say, what'd you think about the first time we met? Notice you're using the word think, which is a more neutral word, less threatening than what did you feel? And uh, you might also say, hey, what do you think is the most romantic kind of 
thing a woman can do or the most romantic thing a man can do. Again, notice we're focused on the thoughts, the cognitions, because men tend to live a lot more in their brains, in the cognitive portion of their minds than women do. Now, along these same lines, here's another secret that men would like you to know. Men say, I love you often with actions. I've said this in Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, in Makeup Don't Break Up, many of my books. So I talk about the male gender role being what's called instrumental or task oriented. And that means men are hardwired and socialized to communicate their love through actions. For example, my grandpa, he used to make sure before my mother would go on a road trip to go outside and check all four of her tires and make sure her gas tank was full. These actions of protection are saying, I love you. And a guy might also say, I love you by fixing things around the house, tidying up the yard, even taking out the trash, anything that makes your world a better place. Now, here's the next secret men would like you to know. They really do take commitments seriously. You know, guys have a reputation for being afraid to commit. Sigmund Freud said that men are by nature more independent. And men also know that by committing, they have to give up a lot of their independence. And he said, subjugate their ego to the ego of their wife. And that means putting themselves second, which doesn't necessarily come naturally to the male who's out there hunting all alone in the wilderness, in the jungle. So when men make the commitment, they take that commitment very seriously. They may take longer to commit. They want to make sure that they're going to be on board for good. And there was a survey of married men and 90% said that they would marry the same woman again. So that's very encouraging. They take, take their time, but when they're in, they're in. Now, here's another secret guys want you to know. They really are listening. So when you're listening to someone talk, you probably chime in with a yes or I see every now and then. And it's your way of saying, I'm listening. Some guys don't do this. And just because a man isn't saying anything doesn't mean he's not listening. He may prefer to listen quietly and think about what you're saying, but he's listening. And if you really, really want to help him up his game, you could say back, you know, sometimes I may not be clear. Maybe you could re repeat back to me what it is you heard me say. That way you'll get the confirmation that you know he's listening and then he'll get the pat on the back when his reiteration of what you said is confirmed by you and you say, yes, that's exactly it. He will feel much more confident and patted on the back and encouraged to do more of that repeating back to let you know that he really did get what you're saying. Now, another secret guys want you to know is that for them, sharing an activity forms a bond. Men strengthen their relationships with their partners by doing things together more than by sharing thoughts or feelings. And so for many men, activities like sports and sex make them feel closer to their partner. And, you know, that's a real difference between men and women because women like to talk about feelings and process feelings. This is not a natural process for the average guy. Now, another secret. Guys want you to know that they need time for themselves. That doesn't mean they don't love you. doesn't mean they want to avoid you, but they need time for themselves. You know, along these lines, 
a lot of times after sex, men will pull away and take time to themselves. And women will feel so hurt and rejected because they want to cuddle. And the research shows that when men have sex and then they cuddle, a lot of oxytocin is produced, which lowers their testosterone levels. And that by distancing, they end up raising their levels of testosterone. So the next time your guy becomes a rubber band man and pulls away from you and takes time to himself, don't be so quick to assume he doesn't love you. He just wants to stock up on his testosterone so he can come back for another inning, emotional inning or whatever kind of inning, right? So shared activities are important, as I had said, but men also need time for themselves. Whether your guy enjoys golf or gardening or working out at the gym, encourage him to pursue his hobbies while you make time for your own. And when both partners have space to nurture their individuality, they just have much more to give to each other. Now, here's another th thing that you might want to know about men. They learn from their fathers. Male, males, their, their role models are generally the same sex parent. And if you want to know how a man is going to act in a relationship with you, get to know his father. How they are with each other and how the father relates to the mother is going to predict how a man is going to relate to his wife. And on another note, look at how the man treats his own mother and how he feels about her. I can't tell you, I've never written about this, but it's sort of a an observation I've made over the decades. If a man hates his mother, you're in for big trouble because if he hates her, he's going to hate you. But if he loves his mom and he's devoted to his mom, he's going to feel the same way and treat you in the same devoted, attentive way. Another secret you want to know about men, they let go faster than women. Women tend to remember negative experiences longer and may have lingering feelings of stress, anxiety, or sadness, or also anger. And in contrast, men are less likely to dwell on unpleasant events and tend to move on more quickly. So while you still may want to talk about last night's argument, your guy may have already forgotten about it, and it can be a major hemorrhoid for him otherwise known as a PITA, right, for you to come and rehash it. Now, I understand women may want to rehash something because they didn't feel properly heard and understood. Remember, 99% of your conflicts can be resolved by feeling heard and understood. So if you help him to convey to you that he listens and understands, you probably will feel better in the moment so you won't need to come back after the fact to rehash something. Here's another one men need you to know. Men don't always pick up on subtle cues. Men are more likely to miss subtle cues, body language, tone of voice, facial expressions, and they're especially likely to miss sadness on a woman's face. So if you want to make sure your guy gets the message, be direct. Directly state what you're thinking or feeling and why. Now here's another one. Men want you to know that they respond to appreciation. You know, in my book, Makeup Don't Break Up, I talk about the, the relationship essential nutrients. These are the things we need to feed each other in order for our relationships to survive and really flourish. And men require the two A's, admiration and appreciation. Remember I said a few minutes ago, the male gender role is instrumental or task-oriented, meaning they like to do things for you, and then they want you to appreciate them for what they've done. I had a couple that 
was in the most horrible fight and it had lasted for decades. And he kept bringing up how he was contributing financially more than she was. And she would go into rages and feel guilty and then get angry with him. And finally, I asked him when they came in to see me, why um, do you think you're telling her this about the difference in your financial contributions? How do you want her to respond to you? And he said, I just want her to appreciate me. Wow. This was such a pivotal moment for them. She said, oh, you don't want me to feel guilty? You don't want me to earn more? No, I'm fine with the different earning. I just would like to be appreciated. So remember, the male gender role is task-oriented. He likes to do things for you, but he also wants you to appreciate him for doing it. And please don't say it's his job. Oh, so I don't have to appreciate him. That's just common courtesy. We appreciate people who do things for us, strangers as well as, and most especially people who are in our intimate sphere. Now, the next secret guys want to tell you is they think about sex a lot. It's said that most guys think about sex every three seconds. That's a lot. Men under the age of 60 think about sex at least once a day compared with only a quarter of women. And that's not all. Men fantasize about sex nearly twice as often as women do. And their fans fantasies are much more varied. And they're also thinking more about casual sex than women do. But remember, thinking ain't doing, right? That's also why men will often use porn and uh, magazines. And women go nuts about this. Am I not enough? Is he attracted to someone else? Does he want to cheat? Men are also wired for variety more so than monogamy. And so one way that they say I love you is by satisfying the wish to spread their seed far and wide through impregnating many women by fantasizing about sex with many women through porn, magazines, online porn, so on. So if you could reframe in your mind why men are doing this, because they're really saying, I love you. I want to be with you. I don't want to cheat on you, but I am wired. I have a biological impairment, imperative to spread my seed far and wide with many, many different partners. Now, here's another secret guys want you to know. They do find sex significant. It's a myth, a myth that most men think sex is just sex. For many, sex is a very important act between two committed people. And just like most women, men find sexual intimacy to be most satisfying within a committed relationship. And one reason is that long-term partners really know how to please one another better than strangers do. All right, here's another secret that men want you to know. They like it when you initiate sex. Most guys feel as though they're the ones who initiate the sex more often than not. And they also like to be pursued and want their partners to take the lead more often. Don't So don't be shy about letting your guy know you're in the mood. Initiating sex some of the time may actually lead to a higher level of satisfaction for both of you. Now, the next secret guys want you to know is they aren't always up for sex. Men, much to many women's surprise, aren't always up for sex. They aren't always in the mood. Just like women, men are often stressed by the demands of work or family or financial concerns, and stress is a big libido crusher. So when a guy says, not tonight, honey, I have a headache, and that could be a little headache, right, or a big headache, it doesn't mean he's lost interest in you. He just is trying to say he doesn't want to have sex right then. Another secret guys want you to know they like pleasing you and your pleasure is important 
to your man, but he won't know what you want unless you tell him. And too many women feel uncomfortable talking about what they like and don't like. So if you can tell him clearly in a way that doesn't bruise his ego, he'll listen. And he wants you to feel good and he knows you'll feel good. And when you feel good, he feels good. So it's a ping pong game. Next thing guys want you to know is they get performance anxiety too. They do get performance anxiety on occasion, especially as they age. And your guy may worry about his body, his technique, his stamina, and you can help him to learn to relax and stay focused on the pleasures of the moment and help sex become less stressful. And I'll tell you, I've had hundreds of men come to me over um, having developed impotence from just one time when they couldn't get an erection. And then they started worrying if they had a problem, then the stress chemicals made them have a problem. So if your guy has a problem raising the flag to full mast, be chill about it. Tell him it's normal. Do not let it get into his big head and let him develop a big problem. Just do a massage and do not put any big pressure on him, okay? Now, here's another thing guys want you to know. They may stray when their needs aren't met. I've said this many, many times. If a man doesn't feel loved and appreciated in his relationship, he may turn elsewhere for satisfaction. And uh, for some guys, that may mean burying themselves in work. Others may develop a fixation on sports or video games. And some guys may cheat to fill their empty well in some other way. So to avoid this, make sure you work to appreciate your guy and meet each other's needs. This is what keeps the love fires burning and keeps your guy from straying. Now, also you want to know that men are vested in you. Most men realize there's a lot to lose if a long-term relationship goes south. And it's not just losing the companionship, but it's losing the entire life you've built together. So if you're willing to work to strengthen your relationship or marriage, chances are your guy is going to be too. Now, I'm thinking before we dive into the 11, don't tell the wife, don't tell your female partner the secrets that all men keep. I'm thinking it might make more sense for us to go to a break. All right, I'm just going to give you one just to whet your appetite. And then when we come back, we'll do the rest. So, and I just want you to know there's a time in every guy's life when he discovers the value of hiding the grosser parts of his nature. So he starts reciting sweet nothings you long to hear. No, honey, I play golf for exercise. No, hungry, hungry, honey, I think you're a great driver. No, hungry, honey, I wasn't looking at that cute girl who was washing the car in the rain. Well, they're not lying exactly. They're just making things easier or so they think. So there are some top truths that men don't normally confess. Some are a bit crass. Some you've always suspected. Some are surprisingly sweet that guys don't like to reveal because it can be difficult for guys to reveal the really mushy stuff. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to give you all the secrets. Here's the first one. Yes, Men fall in lust 10 times a day, but it doesn't mean they want to leave you, okay? So the oldest question in history is what's for dinner? And the second oldest is, were you looking at her? And the answer is yes, yes, he was. So 
if you're thinking your guy doesn't look, it only means he has great peripheral vision and he's looking out the side. You know, I've seen guys get whiplash when they want to check out your breasts, right? So they look down and they realize you caught them and their head snaps. I'm mean, they give themselves a self-inflicted case of whiplash. You know, I'll never forget this um, psychoanalyst colleague of mine who went to Paris with his girlfriend and a beautiful Parisian woman walked right by them on the Champs-Élysées and he involuntarily groaned and oh boy, was the fight on. It wrecked their, their entire trip. So commitment doesn't make a man blind. Plat passing glances are no threat to you. And to most men, looking is like radar, it just doesn't turn off. It's like looking at beautiful, desserts in a dessert case in the bakery. You're not going to buy them all. You're not going to eat them all. All right, let's take a quick break. Be back in a moment. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call, because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love. 
and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Hello again and welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. We're talking about the secrets that men wish you knew. Well, now I'm giving you 11 secrets that they really don't want you to know, that all men keep and don't want you to know. Secret two is they do play golf to get away from you. More than 21 million American men play at least one round of golf a year. And of those, an astounding 75% regularly shoot worse than 90 strokes around. In other words, they stink. The point is, going golfing is really not about golf. It's about you, the house, the kids, and the absence thereof. And when a man leaves the house and doesn't invite his wife or his life partner or kids, whether it's for golf or bowling or picking up roadkill, he is getting away. Respect his need for space. Secret three that men do not want you to know is they are unnerved by the notion of commitment, even after they've made one to you. And this one's dicey. So first things first, men love you to death. They think you're fantastic. Most of the time, they're absolutely thrilled that they've made a lifelong vow of fidelity to you in front of their families and friends and an expensive videographer. But most guys didn't spend their formative years thinking, God, I just can't wait to settle down with a nice girl so we can grow old together. Instead, men were obsessed with how many women who resembled Britney Spears they could have sex with before they turned 30. So generally, it takes a few years or more like decades to fully perish that thought. The fourth secret guys don't want you to know is earning money makes them feel important. Remember, male gender role, instrumental and task-oriented, and that includes being a breadwinner. And in more than 7.4 million U.S. marriages, the wife earns more than the husband, almost double the number in 1981. And this is a terrific development for women in the workplace and warmly embraced by all American men, right? No. That's what men may tell you, but in reality, men say that it gets under their skin if their women are bringing home the bacon and more bacon than they are. Now, here's a secret guys do not want you to know. Though they often protest, they actually enjoy fixing things around the house. And most men say, in truth, it's rewarding to tinker with and fix something that without us would remain broken forever. But the reason men don't admit this is because most women don't differentiate between taking out the trash and fixing that broken hinge. So to them, both are tasks that need to get done over the weekend, preferably during your Mets game. So Men admit that they like to use their hands, think about the steps in the process, home repair opportunity, but they don't like the repetitive, no possibility of a compliment, mind-dulling, purely physical task of taking out the garbage. So that's the secret and it's out. But if you appreciate them for taking out the garbage, you might just get them to do other things as well. Here's another secret, secret six that guys do not want you to know. Men like it when you mother them but they're terrified that you'll become your mother. How do you like that for a paradox? Now, here's the next secret, guys. Do not want you to know. 
Every year, they love you more. Deep down, deep down, most men still feel like a four-year-old clutching their mommy or daddy's pants leg. And with that much room left in their emotional growth charts, guys secretly feel that they will grow to love you even more when they're 40, 50, 60, God forbid. And men can't explain this to you because it would probably come out sounding like they don't love you now. So the richer or for poorer, for better or worse aspects of marriage don't hit most guys right away. It's only during those rare times when they take stock um, of their lives that it starts to sink in. And of course, as they get older. Secret eight, they don't want you to know. Men don't really understand what you're talking about a lot of the time. You know how during the day, a woman sometimes thinks about uh, deep, complex issues in her relationship. And then when she gets home, she wants to discuss these issues. And during these discussions, her man sits there nodding and saying things like, sure, I understand. That makes sense. And I'll do better next time. But in truth, most guys do not understand. What she's saying doesn't make any sense to them at all. And although they'd like to do better next time, since they don't understand what she's saying, how can they do better? And the guys do care. Just be aware that men's brains work very differently. Men need clear directions on what you want. Vague statements like be nicer, be more romantic are not easy to translate. So give operational instructions, not just these general things, but rather what's happening and what you would prefer him to do differently. And then when he does differently, praise him and reinforce the differently and he'll do more of the same. The ninth secret that guys don't want you to know is they're terrified when women drive. They all seem to say that they're afraid that um, you're going to turn him into a crash, crash test dummy. They don't say it, but that's what they think. And last but not least, secret 11. If you give him an inch, he'll give you a lifetime. Letting him go on vacation alone. It's the most important thing a man never told you. If you let him do dumb guy things, embrace his stupid poker night, encourage him going surfing by himself, his silly little heart with all its manly warts and all will embrace you forever for it. And that's the truth. And here's a quickie for you. And it's a kissing secret. Whether it's your first kiss with someone new or your lifetime partner, Kissing usually leaves an impression, one that lingers long after your lips have locked. And kissing often plays an important role in relationships and it fosters romantic compatibility. More people kiss, the more they're able to communicate on a romantic level. All righty, when we come back, I'm gonna go to your questions. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. 
Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. Before I go to your questions, I just want to give you a few tweets to help drive home the messages in the first two segments of the show. Here you go. If you want your love to stick, learn what makes a man tick. If you want more moans, remember he likes it when you jump his bones. Give him more room and he'll want to stay your groom. Your understanding is the glue that makes a man want to stick with you. The more you know about your Romeo, the more your love will grow. Understanding the mind of a man ensures a love that's no flash in the pan. To give your love a kickstart to discover Dr. Love's keys to a man's heart. When you understand the secrets of the male mind, your love will become a rare find. Men are generally quite hot to trot, which makes them think about sex a lot. Men's eyes constantly fall in lust, but that does not mean his love you cannot trust. Why a man's penis is located in his eyes is a mystery that perpetually defies. And there you have it. First question for you. It's from a guy. His screen name is Average Joe. And the question is entitled, My Married Sex Life Sucks. Hello. So I have a problem 
question regarding what I should do as far as my sex life. My wife and I have been together for 15 years. When we first met, everything was hot and heavy, just like any new couple. I would even dare say that up until a year or two ago, everything was great. Then our sex life started slowing significantly until now, where it barely exists. Every time we have sex, it is less than boring because she is not really into it. Not only that, but I feel like she's only she only has sex because she feels she has to. It seems more of a job for her than us having fun. I've tried everything, but nothing seems to work. I try taking her out. I try setting the mood, but nothing. We have talked about it, and the only thing she says is that she isn't in the mood anymore, along with saying that she may need to see a sex therapist. I try to back off because I don't want her to feel bad about herself, especially for something that is not her fault. But in this process, it is tearing me up. I have even had passing thoughts of cheating, but would never act on it because I know it's wrong and would hurt her. Even if it didn't, even if it didn't, the guilt would eat me alive. So what should I do in this situation? We have talked about it many times, and each time we come to the same conclusion. Every time we have sex now, I feel bad, and it's because I know she's not really into it. I feel terrible and have no idea how to move forward. I still have the libido of a 20-year-old, as most guys do, LOL, and I still find her very attractive, but I worry she doesn't feel the same. Okay, so this is truly a difficult situation. Truly. And there are many variables that need to be examined here. When she says she's not in the mood, does she mean that she has no sex drive any longer? Does she masturbate? Or has her desire for sexual pleasure gone south? I noted that you had great sex until about two years ago or a year ago. Did anything traumatic happen to her two years ago? Or did anything traumatic happen in the relationship? It's clear that you love her and she loves you. So could anything have happened to you as a couple that affected your relationship? Could there be unresolved feelings of hurt or anger that might be putting a damper on her desire? And of course, last but not least, has she looked into her hormones? You've been together for 15 years, which means she's probably hitting 40. And many women enter perimenopause in their 30s. Reduced desire is a common symptom. And I wonder if she's also experiencing vaginal dryness and discomfort in intercourse. These symptoms alone are enough to turn off desire. So I would suggest you also get her hormones checked. And after you explore all I've said, then you'll have a much better picture of what is going on. And if it's hormonal, she can use bioidentical hormones. If there are unresolved issues that got swept under the rug, identifying, facing, and resolving the feelings around the issues should wake her sex drive back up. Seeing a sex therapist really isn't the way to go in a case like this. Sex therapists provide behavioral techniques for resolving inhibitions and dysfunctions. Techniques are not going to resolve your impasse because you both know how to make love and you've had a good sex life for a long time. So you don't need sex therapy. You need me to be your sexual Sherlock Holmes to help you get to the bottom of your sexual bottoming out. Reach back out to me after you discuss the questions that I posed a few minutes ago. And if you would like to fast track the resolution of the issue, you can schedule a discovery session with me. Uh, it's under the products and services tab at askdrlove.com. And in that session, I'll be able to pinpoint the cause of the impasse and give you a clear path forward. Okay, next question. This one is, could she like me? A girl at my high school and I have been friends for a couple weeks now. She seems really happy to be around me. But I got mad at her for something and told her I didn't want to be friends anymore. And since then, she started staring at me constantly, like I mean all the time, and is still friendly with me, waving at me and so on. I just don't know what this could mean since I told her in plain words, we're not friends. Could she like me? Well, of course she likes you. She's staring at you. Making eye contact is what I call sending green lights. 
which is a nonverbal cue that says, I'm interested in you, please approach me. There's an entire toolkit in the, it's called the Dr. Love Relationship Toolkit. It's in the store at askdrlove.com and it contains all kinds of tests and quizzes to help you assess your relationship from does he like me? Does she like me? Is it love or lust? Are we compatible? Is he or she ready for a relationship? What's your relationship IQ? What's your personality profile? Anyone who wants a successful relationship needs the toolkit and it's really pennies. So if you don't wanna be friends any longer, why do you care to know whether she likes you or not? So I assume that you also like her, and uh, this is why you're wondering if she likes you. But keep in mind, you gave her walking papers, so she doesn't feel safe to approach you. And if you do like her, then it's on you to approach her and let her know that you are sorry for sending her away. And it's on you to tell her that you'd like to start over. And I also suggest that you learn a better way to handle your angry feelings in the future. Rather than dumping another person when you're angry and saying we're not friends anymore, it would be much better for you to talk about your feelings and why you're having them using my XY formula. X is what happened to trigger you and Y is how you feel about it. Remember, people we like and love make us angry all the time. And if we kick everyone in our life to the curb whenever we're angry, we won't have anyone in our lives. Let me know how you make out with her. All right, let's take a brief break. We'll be Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call, because the best prices are not online. 
See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm answering your questions at this time in the show. The next one's entitled Regarding Sex Life After Marriage. I want to share that my husband used to masturbate before marriage, but I came to know about this on our first night he was doing in front of me also. In our one year of marriage, we never had sex properly because penetration doesn't occur. Not able to insert penis into vagina properly. Sometimes he used to say, your vagina hole is very tight. And sometimes he says, it all depends on mood. We have done only eight to nine times sex in this one year. And that is done in some special occasions like holidays or outings. Now my doubt is that he's taking medicines but he is not admitting it as when penetration occurred after that, he used to feel some symptoms like headache, fatigue, and body pain, sometimes fever also. Actually, my major concern is I am not enjoying my sex life because if he tries to do daily, his penis doesn't enter into vagina and he used to do masturbate with his hands and discharge occurs so early. What to do in this case? Please suggest me because I have seen now Maybe it is my thinking only that after taking medicines, he is not able to penetrate as previously whenever it occurred eight to nine times. It occurred so fast that no foreplay was even required. After marriage also, he is pulling penis very hard to satisfy himself. From last one year, he is doing this only. I'm curious if it is not inserted, then how I will get pregnant. I love kids and my whole family is waiting for the good news. Wow. So you're saying that your husband prefers masturbation to intercourse. And while he says that you are too tight to penetrate, he is able to penetrate you and has done so eight to nine times a year on special occasions. He also says his wish to penetrate depends on his mood. He also seemed to be saying that he's taking medicines that prevent him from obtaining an erection. And you said that after penetration, he experiences headache, fatigue, body pain, and sometimes fever. Your husband seems to have deep-seated conflict around having sex with a partner. There is such a thing as post-orgasmic illness in which a person may experience headache, fatigue, and fever after having an orgasm, but he doesn't have this illness when he masturbates. This tells me that his quote-unquote illness after sex is the result of his conflicted feelings regarding the sex act. 
with another person. For whatever reason, he doesn't feel conflict about masturbating. In fact, he seems stuck in an immature form of sexuality, self-pleasing, and you don't even exist. He's so self-absorbed, it doesn't even occur to him that he is not being a good husband to you. The excuse that you are too tight to penetrate makes no sense since he's able to penetrate you when he's in the mood on special occasions. It's as if he's using his penis as a power tool. He withholds his tool from you except for special occasions. The bottom line is you are being mistreated and neglected. And there's an old saying, there are no victims, only volunteers. If you continue to allow this awful situation to continue, then you are volunteering to be mistreated by him. Your husband needs professional help. He lives in such a narcissistic bubble that I highly doubt he would go for help willingly. He's happy with business as usual. The only way the situation is going to change is for you to strap on a pair and put your foot down. You have to be willing to tell him that if he doesn't get help, you are not staying in the marriage. I got the sense reading your letter that you live in a culture in which women are dependent on men. And I also got the sense that you would never consider ending this relationship. I mention this because so long as he senses you are a captive prisoner, he will have no incentive to get help and change. See what I mean? So I think you're going to need to do some self-work to gain the courage to stand up to him. Until you change, he is unlikely to get help and change. Regarding having a child with him. Artificial insemination is one way to become pregnant when a spouse is unable to penetrate the vagina. Even ejaculating at the entrance of the vagina could work. But do you really want to become pregnant considering the way the relationship is? Are you willing to live without sex for your entire marriage? Once you have a child, you have far less freedom to remove yourself from the relationship. So I can't tell you what to do, but if I were in your shoes, I'd be working on standing up for myself and demanding more and better from my husband before I'd be thinking about having a baby. Please let me know how my letter lands with you and let me know how it goes for you from this point forward. All right, let's see if I'm able to get to one last question. Can I change this? I was in a relationship with my high school best friend. We both are very comfortable with each other and he always had feelings for me. Prior to dating, we had been distant for some months after high school was over and did not talk much, but then we started talking again. So eventually I had some feelings for him as well. And this led to dating, which was going fine. And we were dating online. There is love and compatibility between us. Then two months into the relationship, I started noticing some distance and I really tried to push it along with telling him what I thought of us at the time. He has told me that things were really busy and I even had noticed that, so I let it be as I still loved him. Some more time went on, things were still busy for him and this was a bit upsetting for me and sometimes in our calls, it felt distant. While all the, these things were still happening, my parents knew about us and they were fine with us being together. With them knowing about us, they believe in horoscope matching and this is a strict requirement and without it, they will not accept us together in the future. Like my family, his family also believes in this as well. Their acceptance really matters to me and I won't be able to move forth in the relationship without them saying yes. When I asked his details and looked at the horoscope, we didn't match. The distance and the no match for the horoscope all happened together and I took it as a sign that we might not work out despite how comfortable we may be with each other. So as these things were going on, I decided to talk to him about it and peacefully ended things. After we ended things, neither of us are dating anyone and occasionally talk with each other. I know that even though we parted and horoscopes don't match, I still feel attached to him and that he would be the only person I really want to be with. If I were to be with someone in the future, it would be him. Have I taken a decision too quickly and can I change this situation? Well, 
The issue isn't whether you made the decision too quickly. The issue is that you are allowing your parents to dictate your life. You said they will not accept us in the future and their acceptance really matters to me. And I won't be able to move forth in the relationship without them saying yes. In other words, you're telling me that you are being held emotional hostage by your parents. You can't make your own choices. Your parents' approval comes ahead of your own feelings. Does this sound healthy to you? It sure doesn't sound healthy to me. Part of growing up is separating psychologically and physically from our parents. You told me that he's the only person that you want to be with. Are you willing to find, are you willing to um, give this man up or um, are you willing to fight for yourself and for him and the relationship? If you say no, then you have a much larger issue here than whether you took the decision too quickly. In fact, you took no decision. You're simply following orders. So I really suggest you enter therapy because you aren't ready to form a relationship with anyone till you address the elephant in the room and grow to the point that you can break free of the emotional bondage that you are under. Until you can do this, you aren't your own person, which means you truly aren't ready for a relationship with another person, matching horoscope or not. So I can help you break free. If you want me to, reach out. I offer single session discovery sessions through the... Um, goods and services tab at Ask Dr. Love. In the session, I will guide you on how to speak to your parents about your need to be yourself in a way that strengthens rather than ruptures your bond with your parents. I've helped so many people set themselves free and live lives that are productive, joy-filled, and love-filled. And I can help you as well to live your own truth, not according to someone else's rules. So there we are. We'll come to the end. I didn't get to answer all the questions here during the show, but if you go to the Q&A, advice Q&A at AskDrLove.com, you'll see I posted uh, all the answers to the questions that came in. Next week, I want to talk about a topic nobody's talking about, and that is how you can resolve unfinished business that's still weighing you down with a deceased relative or loved one. Okay, that's all. Take good care. And I'll see you next time on Ask Next Time. You've been listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Sign up for Dr. Jamie's newsletter at AskDrLove.com and receive her meditation audio that will guide you to open your heart and chill out during these stressful times. Oh,